Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello to you. How are you? Oh, I'm so glad that you're fine. I am also fine. I'm starting to feel a bit better from my horrible, horrible cold. <laughs> and my little boy is also feeling a little bit better as well. So thank you very much for everybody or to everybody who asked um, uh, whether he was feeling fine now. So bless you all. Thank you. Um, he's getting there. Uh, I have to go to work today. Um, I, let, I didn't go yesterday because um, he wasn't very well, but um, he's well enough to leave with my mum today. So he's going to stay with grandma and be brave. <laughs> Uh, so, how are you all? Are we all good? Really, really hope so. Um, oh, we have lots and lots of days today um, because it is the 1st of August. It's a whole new month. Oh, my goodness. It's nearly Christmas. Yes. <laughs> I wonder how many days it is to Christmas. Mm. I wonder. So, um, had uh, the riddle from yesterday was from Harry, and it was, uh, if you live in a house, a one-story house made entirely of red wood, what colour would the stairs be? I wonder, would they also be red? No, oh, no stairs. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Of course. It's a one-story house. It's a bungalow or a flat So it's or an apartment. So there's no stairs in there. So well done, Harry. Well done. Because uh, I did get a few answers that were, red um right the riddle for the day is you have to listen very carefully to this one okay um one night a butcher a baker and a candlestick maker all went and stayed in a hotel when they got their bill it was for four people who was the fourth person? Ooh, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. So one night, a butcher, a baker and a candlestick maker went to a hotel. When they got their bill, it was for four people. Who was the fourth person? So can anybody work that one out Ooh. <laughs> well um actually i didn't work it out i was i don't understand where did the four person come from but now i know the answer <laughs> it's quite funny it's quite good so as i say you just have to listen to it very carefully and when you say it back to yourself say it out loud that helps <laughs> right let's have a look now 
I have got a turtley fun fact for you. A turtley fun fact. I love this fun fact, okay? Um, so did you know, I'm just about to have a yawn, I do apologise, but did you know that um, when turtles have their babies or when they hatch out of their eggs, they are not male or female? Well, they are when they hatch, but when they lay their eggs, normally when a mother gives birth to a baby, it's either male or female. Okay, and when you lay an egg, it develops and it's either male or female inside the egg. That is not how it works with turtles. This is awesome. Okay, and this... Really, I would love it to work with humans because it would be such a good way to have a male or a female baby, a little boy or a little girl, whichever one you wanted, because the temperature decides whether it's going to be a boy or a girl. How awesome. So temperatures 81.86 degrees Fahrenheit or less makes it a male or male babies but 87.8 degrees fahrenheit or more determines that they're all going to be females how awesome but and they all when they hatch they're all female babies um if it's between those um uh, heats or temperature sorry not heats um so if it's between those two temperatures then you could it can be either they can either be male or female but i'm sorry i just think that is absolutely awesome absolutely awesome so the hotter it is the more likely they are to be female and if it's over 87.8 degrees Fahrenheit is definitely going to be female. Now, do you not think that that would be perfect for mummies and daddies who definitely want a boy or definitely want a girl? They could just have the temperature, the right temperature, the heating, the right temperature in the hospital room. <laughs> and then they can have a baby, whichever one they want. Oh, my goodness. I don't know which one I prefer, boys or girls, because they both come with their problems. <laughs> both come with their problems, but they're both equally as gorgeous and lovely. Uh, so um, that is the fun fact. I Just awesome fun fact. And we're going to do a couple of sporty fun facts, right? So who knows what sumo wrestling is? Well, it only, it's only practised professionally in Japan. And the aim of the game is to knock your opponent to the floor or out of the ring. So the bigger and heavier you are, the better. Sumo wrestlers live together in training stables. Doesn't sound very good, does it? Where their meals, exercise and clothes are strictly controlled. They eat lots of rice and protein food and then sleep to build up their weight. That's where I'm going wrong. We need to, I need to stop eating rice 
um, and protein foods and I need to stop sleeping. There we go. Um, <clears throat> and an average grown man weighs around 80 kilograms, but sumo wrestlers weigh up to 280 kilograms. Wow. I don't, I don't mind watching sumo wrestling, but I don't like what they wear. They wear like giant nappies and they don't look very pretty at all. Um, if they wore something, you know, something different, a pair of shorts even, would be nice. <laughs> uh, so, it, Olympic gold medal winning boxer Cassius Clay, who later changed his name to Muhammad Ali, was so proud of his medal that he wore it all the time, even in bed. Tiny, um, tiny Turkish Naim Sulimangalu was weightlifting's first triple Olympic champion, winning three games in a row. But listen to this, right? By the age of 16, he could lift three times his own body weight, even though he was only 150 centimetres tall, roughly the height of a 10-year-old boy. Oh, my goodness. Um, so, it doesn't matter how small you are, you can still be the strongest man in the world, or woman. Um, <laughs> right, what day is it? Well, because it's the first of the month, we get to find out what month August is famous for. Okay, so first of all, we'll do the months, and that is it's immunization awareness month so that's having why it's why it's important to be vaccinated against different diseases uh like mumps german measles measles um smallpox oh everything that you can possibly think of there's a vaccine for and it's very very important that you get vaccinated because otherwise if you get the disease you pass it on to other people and other people might not be quite so strong as you so therefore um you might make them very poorly um so we learned all this through um uh covid didn't we um because there are quite a few vulnerable people um like me because i've got ms um the it's very dangerous for me to get things things like uh covid and i was very very poorly when i had it so um yeah we have to think of those people don't we uh it's national peach month um i love peaches can't eat them in front of people though and i always have to have tissues because they're so juicy and they run down my face and all over my fingers <laughs> It's Romance Awareness Month. Oh, definitely, definitely um, be romantic. Don't know who I'm going to be romantic with, but hey-ho. Uh, National Fishing Month. So do you like fishing? Oh, I've never been fishing. 
Um, not sure I could touch worms to put on hooks and ugh, no, totally not sure that I'm going to be able to put pick uh, touch the fish if I catched one catched one oh my goodness I'm not speaking properly caught one even uh national inventors month what would you invent if you could oh that would be good something um that would be good for you or good for everybody else what would you invent if you could invent anything because it's national inventors month so get those brains thinking and invent something and i love this one happiness happens month oh that sounds so lovely happiness happens so today the first of august is national girlfriends day so if you're a girlfriend you make sure that you are spoilt rotten. And by great coincidence, it is also National Night Out Day. So if you have a girlfriend, you make sure you take her out for a good night out. And if you're a girlfriend, you make sure that your boyfriend takes you out for a good night out. <sighs> because... Um, well, then you're doing, it's two things. It's also World Wide Web Day, so that www dot day. Um, National Alpaca Day, oh, they are cute, aren't they? They look so funny. Uh, International Child Free Day, well, I'm going to have a child free day because I'm going to be work. <laughs> Um, National Spider-Man Day. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> uh, National Raspberry Cream Pie Day. Oh my goodness, that sounds amazing. I've never tasted raspberry cream pie, but that sounds awesome. Um, so National Raspberry Cake Day yesterday and Raspberry Cream Pie Day today. Uh, I still haven't made my white chocolate and raspberry muffins. Uh, respect for Parents Day. Going to be showing your parents respect? Yes, I hope so. And Yorkshire Day. Yorkshire in um, England. Uh, it's a brilliant place to go. Uh, the Yorkshire Dales, um, which are just sprawling fields and hills and oh it's just lovely uh really really lovely place to go and visit the views are spectacular um national planner day well that's me every day i have lists and i love my lists so um and i tick them off as i go along makes me feel very very accomplished especially when i've got all of my things on my list ticked off and do you know what i do i'm even worse than everybody else because i write a list what i've got to do every, you know during the day every time i do something i tick it off so that it makes me feel as though i'm on the right track and then if i do something during the day that isn't on my list 
I'll add it to the bottom of the list and tick it off. <laughs> Just so that I know I did that bit as well. <laughs> uh, I'm not sad, really, honest. <laughs> right, now, we had a... Uh, we had a story. No, we didn't. We had a question from Mia about the music. Why was music invented? And it seems to be, uh, from all I can see, it seems to have been invented by the ancient Greeks. Um, but um, it seems to have been just invented because it sounded nice. That's all I can find. It sounded good. It brought people together. People loved it. It made them happy. Um, and I mean, it does make music always makes me happy. Apart from some songs, um, uh, say they've been played at a funeral. Um, and so they remind you of sort of something sad. Then not so much. But even so, you still play them. <laughs> I do um so yeah so it just seems to be that it was it was made um because people enjoyed listening to it so um there you go that is the answer to that question Andrew your question why do you have to wait until tomorrow um before you can do things well i'm assuming that it's something that you've heard quite a lot um from grown-ups maybe um when you ask to do something and they say we'll do it tomorrow or we'll do it next time we're here or something why do you have to wait for tomorrow well simply because grown-ups um don't have all the time in the world they don't have all the money in the world they don't have um you know all the energy in the world sometimes they're tired sometimes they um they just don't they literally don't when a child says to them can we do this they don't have the time to do it because they're already doing something different um they don't have the money because if it's something that costs money um then you know quite a lot of times it's a case of really sorry but we don't have the money to do that we'll save up and we'll do it my children know that they wanted to go to london this summer holidays um to go to the dinosaur museum um well it's the natural history museum really but they know that the dinosaurs are there and they wanted to go there but we we haven't had they've wanted to go for years <laughs> And we haven't had the money to get up to London because it's so expensive. Um, so we're saving. We've saved this year and we're actually going. So um, it's, it's a case of, you know, sometimes you just have to wait um, because and grown ups need to sleep as well. Or adults or everybody, humans need to sleep. So sometimes if they're really tired, they need to to say we'll do it tomorrow because then we'll have had a sleep we will be less tired and it'll be more fun because nobody wants to be around a grown-up when they're tired because they're grumpy then I know I am so yeah that's probably why I don't know whether I've answered your question properly but I hope I have um so, so yeah Oh, right. 
Um, let us see. Was that everything? Oh, I'm going to, um, we're going to Wales this weekend. Um, we're going to Wales to see, um, my friend's mum and dad who run, um, a soft play centre there. Um, and I'm sure I've mentioned it before. It's probably the best soft play centre ever. And it's called Amaze Plays. Um, and it's in Cardiff. Uh, so we are going to uh, see them and let the kids play in the soft play centre. Uh, so if anybody wants to go, if they're in Wales, they're near Wales, then come and say hi. Um, come and say hi to the people that run the soft play centre. Um, and you never know, I might be there too. <laughs> so come and say hi. Um, so that is Amaze Plays in um, Cardiff. But if I'm not there, just go in and say hi. Um, Sarah said that she'd be here. So, but there you go. Best place ever to play. Absolutely. 100% best. <laughs> right. Okie dokie then. Let us see. We are going to read chapter three of Tales of Toyland. Um, so let's have a look. Uh, Toyland at last, it's called. When Tiptoe the fairy doll woke up, she found that the kind old washerwoman had altered the red overall very nicely indeed. It lay on the end of the bed looking very gay. Tiptoe stood up in her petticoat and put on the overall. It fitted her perfectly. She went into the kitchen. Well, what shall I do about my wings? she asked. You haven't made holes for them to come out of the overall, washerwoman. I know, said the old dame, but if you keep your wings hidden, you'll look less than ever like a fairy. Keep them under your overall. Now tell me, what are you going to do when you get to Toyland? Ooh, I don't really know, said Jolly, his smiling face looking rather worried. I hadn't thought about that. We must get a little house to live in. I think, really, we'd better get married. That would be fun. Then you could always darn my socks, Tiptoe, and I could always look after you. Ah, oh, I should like that, said Tiptoe, smiling at the jolly little sailor doll. You're always so gay and happy, and so am I when people are kind to me. We should get on well together. Then we will get married and find a Dear little house to live in, said the sailor doll. Joyfully, the washerwoman shook her head. Toyland is very, very crowded, she said. I don't believe there is a single empty house. What will you do then? Oh, we'll think about that when we get there, said Jolly. Now, what about starting off? Thank you, washerwoman, for all you've done for us. Doesn't Tiptoe look sweet? She does, said the old woman, smiling at the doll in the red overall. Her golden hair like a mist 
around her head. Be careful that a gollywog or a teddy bear doesn't run off with her, sailor. Oh, don't say things like that, squealed Tiptoe. I don't like bears. They haven't been kind to me. I'll look after you, said Jolly. Come along now. We must go. So off they went. And this time, the gatekeeper didn't say that Tiptoe was a fairy. He didn't even know she was the same doll that he had refused to let into Toyland. He swung the big gates open wide and the two dolls walked in. <gasps> Toyland was lovely. There were all kinds of dolls' houses everywhere. Oh, they were set in proper streets. <gasps> he, <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Some were big and some were small. Oh, there were shops too, especially sweet shops. There were farms here and there with dozens of toy animals in them, walking about or drinking at the little streams and ponds. <gasps> toy ducks swam merrily on the water and toy dogs barked at toy sheep. Oh, this is lovely, said Jolly Pleased. Isn't it nice to be in Toyland, Tiptoe? We shall be very happy here. We must look for an empty house, said Tiptoe, slipping her little hand into Jolly's. We must have somewhere to live. So they wandered up and down the streets of Toyland looking for, the empty, for an empty house. But there wasn't one. Oh, it was most disappointing. What are we going to do, said Jolly, his smile almost disappearing off his jolly face. He saw a toy policeman stopping the traffic in the market square and hurried up to him. We can't find an empty house, he said. What shall we do? Build one, said the policeman, waving the traffic on. Go to the warehouse where toy bricks are stored and choose what you want. Oh! <gasps> The dolls hurried to where he pointed. They came to a big building and when they went inside they found that there were great boxes of toy bricks there. Some all arranged to build a house, some to build farms and others to build forts. There was a picture on the front of each box to show what the finished house or farm would look like. Tiptoe and Jolly chose a box whose picture showed a Dear little cottage with two rooms, a tall chimney and pretty windows. They asked if they might just take away the box and the shopman said yes. He lent them a big wooden cart to take away the box. Off they went with their box of house bricks to look for a place to build. When they came, soon they came to a pleasant sunny hillside with a little pond at the bottom and a stream running merrily down the hill. This would be a lovely place for our house, said Tiptoe. So it would, said Jolly. He opened the lid of the big box and soon he and Tiptoe were pulling out the bricks. There was a little book that told them exactly how to build the house. I expect you would know how to build one because you've probably often built all kinds of toy houses with your bricks. 
Soon the walls were built, openings were left to put little glass windows in. Then the roof was put on and the chimney was fitted in. Isn't it beginning to look perfectly lovely, cried Tiptoe in delight. It took them two days to build the house. They slept under a haystack at night. Oh, they would have finished the house sooner, but Tiptoe put the bedroom window into the kitchen wall by mistake and it had to be taken out again. Now it's really finished, cried Jolly at last. What about furniture, Tiptoe? We'll go and buy some at a shop, said Tiptoe. We haven't any money, but perhaps they'll let us have the furniture without any. Or we can promise to pay them when we get some. They went to a furniture shop. They found that the furniture was sold in boxes, just as the bricks were. The shopman opened box after box to show them what kind of furniture was inside and they chose three boxes. One box had all bedroom furniture with a really nice little wardrobe and a very fine bed besides lots of other things. The second box had kitchen tables and chairs. And the third box had a kitchen stove and a nice fireplace in it. The two dolls took the boxes home in great delight. They soon arranged all the new furniture in their little house. It fitted beautifully. The stove went into a corner and Tiptoe got it going at once to see if it would really cook. And... It did. Wowzers. Oh, excuse me. Jolly moved in the bedroom furniture. The wardrobe was very difficult to get through the door. It's a good thing there are no stairs in our house, said Jolly. I could never have got it up. Oh, look, Tiptoe, there is a, such a lot of room in the wardrobe to hang coats and frocks. Well, we haven't any other clothes except... Those we are wearing, said Tiptoe, but it will be nice to have a wardrobe to put things into when we do get them. I am going to earn you a lot of money or earn a lot of money and buy you heaps of pretty dresses, said Jolly. I am a sailor, you know, and I'll soon get a ship to sail and then I'll bring home a lot of money to you. Oh, don't sail away and leave me, cried Tiptoe in alarm. I've got so used to seeing your smiling face by now and I do love your yo-ho song so much. Don't leave me. Oh, I won't leave you yet, promised Jolly. Now, just come and look at the bedroom, Tiptoe. Isn't it sweet? Well, you should have seen that dear little house when it was finished. It looked so... Oh, beautiful and neat and pretty. Tiptoe opened the windows to let in the sun. She lighted a fire in the fireplace and smoke came out of the chimney. It was all most exciting. What shall we call our house, Jolly? asked Tiptoe, standing at the door with him and looking down the hill. We'll call it Jolly Cottage, said Jolly. That sounds a nice name. Because we'll always be jolly in it. So 
it was called Jolly Cottage. And that very day, Jolly the Sailor Doll and Tiptoe the Fairy Doll began to live there very, very happily. I wonder if there's going to be a happily ever after story. You know, the best stories ever end happily ever after. <laughs> so there you go. That is today's story. Um, we've got lots and lots of days to think about. Um, I haven't made any of them up, I promise. They are all definitely, definitely truthful days. <laughs> um and uh so don't forget the riddle <laughs> um so right there you go uh let's have a look uh yeah the question is what would you invent and just what would it do and would it be just for you to use or would it be for everybody to use uh, I would really like to know what you would invent. Something really, really useful. I want to know your imaginations, where they are going to take you. <laughs> right, I am going to go because um, I need to get ready for work. And I will see you all again tomorrow. But while you're having a brilliant, brilliant day on this, the first day of the month, make sure that you take care and you stay safe and come back and join me tomorrow. Bye for now.